Hello, and once again, welcome to a Golly Heritage audio podcast. I am your host, Hunter Turrell, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about this subject, a call to godliness and maturity. If you have your Bibles with you, please turn to Proverbs chapter 12, and we'll read verse number 2. A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. The book of Proverbs is filled with godly wisdom, especially for growing young men. In a world so filled with foolish ways, woes, and works, we need the wisdom that only comes from God. In the area of manhood and maturity, there is no exception. There is still a call from God to men, a call for godliness and maturity. When men respond to this call, God will supply the wisdom that is needed to achieve it. This is favor that can only be obtained of the Lord. Once again, the Bible states in Proverbs chapter 12 and verse number 2, A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. If the health, longevity, and vision of a nation is related to the maturity and spirituality of the people, then our nation is in serious trouble. Until someone steps up in the areas of godliness and maturity, conditions will continue to decline. Instruction and reproof are not pleasant unto our flesh, but they are the start of the spiritual maturation process. In Proverbs chapter 12, verse number 1, the Bible states, Whoso loveth instruction loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproof is brutish. A man who will not receive instruction will forfeit a great amount of knowledge, as well as a man that cannot handle reproof will struggle or fail at his task of helping to raise up godly, mature young men. There is much truth in the old saying, Boys will be boys. But there comes a time when boys need to become men as well. Several factors have caused failure in the areas of godliness and maturity, but much of it relates to the lack of proper examples in the home. Without a dad in the home, or without a man who understands God's principles and requirements for becoming a man, there is simply no example for a maturing young man to follow. They have had a hard time becoming a godly man because when they have never truly met one. Mothers are sometimes forced into the role that God intended for fathers, and although they do the best they can, they simply cannot fully show a boy how to become a godly man and show how he is supposed to act. It's time we get the boys out of their mother's jewelry box and get them back in daddy's toolbox so they can once again truly become men. This is not to say that every troubled kid or immature young adult has come from a broken or troubled home. Sometimes parents do the best they can, but their kids still rebel and go their own way. Yet, we must try to teach them the godly principles required for maturing into the fashion that God has ordered. Without boys maturing into men, we will become a nation filled with immaturity if we haven't already. Without men being filled with godliness, we will become a nation filled with evil. In Psalms chapter 9 and verse number 17, the Bible says, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. That is a sad statement right there, but God's call for maturity comes with a distinct purpose. That is, it must be achieved along with godliness. The prophet Ezekiel described God's call and purpose in his prophecy to Israel in Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse number 30. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge 
and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. I wonder as God looks upon our country today and other nations, does he find the men required to warn our nation of the coming judgment upon sin? Can he find who can pray and touch heaven for the needs of our day by the almighty hand of God? Or does the hedge remain unfulfilled just as it was in Ezekiel's day? In the day when many men are stepping down from their duties, there must be some who are willing to step up for their purpose of demonstrating to boys God's plan of how to become a man. There is someone these growing boys are watching, someone they will admire and eventually follow. There is someone they are looking up to today. The danger is, just as God has a call and desire for the youth, so does the devil. He will place someone in front of them for them to admire and who will appeal to their sinful, fleshly nature. This is part of his ploy in the battle he is waging for their souls and for their lives. We will see in the next chapter more of the devil's plan and the propaganda he employs to entice young men as well. He is a counterfeit for the perfect plan that God has for growing boys to become godly young men. The only way maturing boys can know which way to follow is if someone steps forward to show them the truth and the difference. All across our country, gangs recruit multitudes of children because these kids are looking for somewhere to fit in and for someone to show them how to be a man. This poses a very big problem. For without Christ in godliness, there is no real maturity, and they remain children in adult bodies. They still think, act, and react like a child. If you're like me, a three, four, or five-year-old child is a pleasure to watch as they learn, play, and grow. But, however, a 30, 40, or even a 50-year-old who still acts like a child through their mannerisms and ungodliness is a monstrosity in himself or herself. When I think of a biblical example of the need for godliness and maturity, one young man comes to mind. Although his is not an example of what we should do, many life lessons can be learned from the mistakes made by the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. He, like so many other young people today, thought he was more mature than he really was. Because of his false sense of maturity, he had to learn things the hard way. His Maturation was hard-earned through his experience of sin, terrible situations, and from being separated from those who had his best interests in mind. He learned that becoming a man was not easy as it seemed because he entered manhood with wrong motives and ambitions. Once again, if you have your Bibles with you, please turn to Luke chapter 15, and we'll read from verse number 11 through 19, and then next week we'll come back to see how his story ends. And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me, and he divided unto them his living. And on many days after the younger son gathered all together, and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. He went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. 
And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will rise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Once again, his maturation was hard earned through his experience of sin. But because that sin, he got his life into a spiritual train wreck. And because of his wrong view on maturity, he ended up somewhere that is not a very good place to be spiritually. Well, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode for you who are listening, and I pray that it was a blessing to you. And next week, we'll be back again talking on the same subject and see how this young man's godly heritage is actually what rescued him in the end. Once again, I'm your host, Hunter Terrell, and I pray that if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I pray that you will come to know him as your Savior so that you may too have a godly heritage.